I have to eat so I can take my back pill. Hey everybody! Hi. What uh, you like this jazzy new Brad Ears Christmas intro? I like it. It's it's catchy. It's classy. It sounds very uh, um, first commie. It isn't. Oh really? No. Oh, it isn't. It's from one of my libraries. I I pay for for the Brad Ears. Oh. It's royalty free. Nice. But yeah, but uh, what I meant to say is it's, it's royalty free. Yeah, it's art list. Yeah. Ah, okay. And uh, going, ending the show, I have a version of the lyrics. <laughs> oh. Because, nice. you know, I pay for it, so we're going to fucking use it. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, this is our first Christmas show. It should be our second, but I was a sick bear last week. Yeah, it was kind of sad and sweet to hear him talk. Yeah, I couldn't even. <clears throat> I'm still flummy as all get out. Uh, yeah. But I couldn't even like talk for like two seconds without hacking up a lung, um, and I still am again phlegmy. But I could at least get through the show this week, so we pushed it a week because um, we didn't figure you'd mind. Uh, yeah, we, you'd rather us be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Sure. Did you like the intro? <laughs> what was that? Uh, come on, I gotta eat. So I could take my backpack. Oh, no. oh I, I thought you were talking about when, because you said, oh, I got it. I, oh, I oh, oh, it YouTube, was, it was but... cool spot for um, Sega oh. Genesis. Oh, nice. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. To, oh, I see what you did there. To something you've got later on on your, I just looked yeah. across the thing and I was like, oh, I know what we can. Uh, well, no, he's not in that one, but same product. Cool spots on it? I thought he's in every commercial. No, no, not that one. Hmm. Well, uh, anyway, we're a little early tonight. It's not even 10 p.m. Uh, tonight. Yeah. And I got home from work, and I was yeah. like, hey, I'm... Uh, Enchantress is already sleeping, because uh, she was up. She was in the office today, and her office is ah. uh, a, a good hour and change away, so she had to get up at 5 in the morning. Why didn't she just take a nap while she was in the office? She should have. Yeah. yeah. They're not like us, though. The oh, real world okay. squeezer isn't like our world. Oh, good. Oh, that, that's good, actually. It, it probably is better. for the best. Uh, and a big shout out to the sweet, sweet boy-ish. Yeah. Oh, he is a gem. He made our custom, and I'll put the picture of them up on radiers.com, and I'll actually do it so you can go look at it. Um, <laughs> he made us a custom, our custom Halloween buckets. Uh, Thank you, Ish. Filled it with Mexican candies. I, I want to know what it the little pot deli- is. Uh, what's that? That little pot that's in there. Did you try that yet? Uh, I didn't get to that yet. I was checking it out uh, yeah. earlier today. Uh, there, I figured Enchantress, being my little Mexican, would know what everything was. But she, she, she's not actually from Mexico. Her, her, oh. she's her dad's Mexican. Her birth father. Bio um, father. The the Mazapan. Marzipan. 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 Marzipan is a type of uh, sugary flour dough, sugary dough made from almond flour. Yes, it's delicious. No, I can't have that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll take yours. Yeah. 
Um, I, I I took one bite into it and I'm like, this is good. I you weren't down, you weren't in your office, but I yelled over. I'm like, uh, don't eat these. Oh yeah, yesterday I heard you say I heard you say it down the hall. Oh okay. Um, did you get? Ish also sent you a head unit for your car, a stereo. Yes, what a sweet boy. That that is completely unnecessary, but very very kind. I thought it was, I didn't think anything of it at this point when you just asked me what year is your car randomly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna put our our best mechanic on it. He said as soon as he gets back, we're gonna slap that bitch in. Oh, it's, so I'm very excited. It extended the life ex- life expectancy of my truck for quite some time because. And it makes it that much more valuable when you sell it to ISIS at its end of life. Exactly. They're like, oh, I, I was going to do an awful uh, refreshment. <laughs> I cut myself off. You want me to do it? No, no. Thank no. you, Mr. Squeezer. <laughs> I'm just doing, I'm just doing uh, what's his name from Short Circuit 2 and Brown Face. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, you're doing an impression of a terrible impression. Thank you, um, Mr. Squeezer, for, for selling <laughs> us this wonderful uh, Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, do it, they do they It already they looks like it's it been in the desert for like 50 hitting years. The police button, it's a Bradley M1. <laughs> yeah. Um so I saw a few movies in our break. Oh, nice. Uh last week I saw The Fablemans, Spielberg's newest movie. His What'd you think? Essentially Bob. So Enchantress said I went in it to to hate watch it. And that's not yes. true. Uh, I went in with an open mind. But low expectations. Knowing Spielberg hasn't impressed me for a long time. Uh, and I have seen, I went, I saw Ready Player One in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hate it, but I'm like not blown away by it. So then we we see The Fablemans. I loved it. I liked it a lot. Had you have not been such a fan of the book, though, it might have been different. Maybe. Uh, and I wasn't the biggest, I, I liked the book. I had my issues with the book, sure. But um, you know, I I don't think I I don't think it. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's tough to say. But the Fablemans was great. I liked it a lot. I liked good. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was very much. I, I you know I love my mom uh, and my dad of course, but you know mm-hmm. uh, it w- wasn't the most. I mean they they never abused us or made us feel less than or treated us badly. But their relationship wasn't always the best. <laughs> um, and they separated and divorced in the early 2000s, the 2000, 2000. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I saw pieces of myself and I went on to become a famous in the greater Bethlehem area TV <laughs> producer <laughs> well he went on to be an iconic filmmaker of a gener a generational filmmaker but you know you see the parallels i did i liked it it's it's uh, nice. uh and there's a there's a, a cameo of a, of a famous director playing the famous director john ford at the end of the movie and it's worth probably worth the price of admission it's really good hmm. yeah uh and then last night so I give that uh, my my worst rating ever, eight thumbs up. <laughs> Ooh. No, that's a Homer Simpson line. <laughs> yes, I know. 
Um, no, I, I give it I, uh, two thumbs, four, four to five stars. I like the Fablemans a lot. Oh, wow. Good. But the movie I saw last night blew it out of the water. I saw Violent Night last night. Oh, yeah? Oh. I, was, I was even going to say, I, was, I didn't want to say it and be wrong, so I just kept it in. But It was fucking awesome. It's how these ridiculous horror movies... like It wasn't a horror movie. Or action... It was an action it, movie. It's, it's violent. Yeah, it's called Violent Night. It's called Violent Night. But it's an um, action movie. But, it's I not mean, a horror you, movie. There's not a single Anna... jump scare in it at all. What's that? There's not a single jump scare in it at all. It's not a horror movie. Oh, good. good. Is it yeah. gory and violent? Fuck yeah, but in the coolest way. Beautiful. It is fucking awesome. And taking, taking something sweet like Santa, making it violent, similar to like what they did with Winnie the Pooh and the Grinch and shit like that. You know, it's like this they actually did it right. Yeah, but it's not. It's endearing. Like he does it for the kid. Oh, good. Right, and he's going against the bad guys. It's very. It's much more diehard than um, than Halloween, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I, you know, well, yeah. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, but not even taking into account <laughs> Christmas. It's much more. It's very. Very similar. There's a lot of parallels to Die Hard 2 in it. Even John oh, Leguizamo being in it. <laughs> so it's self-referential. <laughs> and John Leguizamo is really great in it. And he plays... He's great in everything. He plays the well, big... Except Super Mario Brothers. But I loved him in yeah. Super Mario Brothers, but he plays the big bad in this movie, and it is great. Doesn't not make it a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But uh, um, this movie, Violent Night, is so much fun. I taught, I've, I go out and see it. Because it might be my new favorite Christmas movie. It that's is... impressive because it looks like one of those movies where it should just be a parody trailer, and that's enough. Right, but it's not. It's two. It's almost two hours, and I didn't even wow. get up to pee. Like I didn't. Even, I didn't even want to leave the movie. The movie to take a pee break. I liked it. You so know, much. James Cameron said that's okay now. What? Is uh, he did an interview and like people are like saying your Avatar is three hours and something. He's like, all right. My kids watch five fucking, his quote was, my kids watch five fucking hours of shows streaming in a row before they, I even see them move. If you have to go to the bathroom, it's okay to go to the bathroom. Well, yeah, I agree with him. He's right. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Uh, was it two weeks ago? We said, uh, I have no interest in this and I don't care. I still don't. <laughs> I'm going to go Sunday. It's not out Sunday. Next, oh, I'm sorry, next Sunday. Oh. Next Sunday. Unless yeah, you're going to go uh, to your eight. basement and watch the broadcast debut on ABC yeah. on Sunday. Oh, that's the first one. Yeah, the first one. That's what I mean. Yeah, the first one. Oh, no, no. Uh, no, I actually had a IMAX theater, a 3D IMAX built in my basement just for this. I mean, we're going to see it, too. We see everything. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, you're... Uh, I'm kind of... Uh, now, I, now I need to see it. From what I've been reading about it, people are like, it looks... Fucking gorgeous. Mm. Brian, what's up? Oh, man. Hi. I haven't seen you in a bit. Brian's always listening, though. He's always mixing it in, representing with his Rad Ears Rattalorian t-shirt. Um, Man, we cannot lose Texas as a state. We're going to lose like half our people. I know, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Avatar. He also said that the his studio notes for... Avatar 4, where holy fuck, I'm still yeah. not excited and, for Avatar at all. I don't, what, and what and 5 you, is going to be on Earth, apparently. 
What did you see that got you so excited? It's not no, going to get to five. This one's going to bomb, and Disney's going to fucking push three to Disney Plus, and that's it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, no, just from what I read. I'm I'm basing it off of what I read because there's nothing really to see yet. And you know what? The so trailer what is was, awful. No. What? The What's trailer that? is awful. Oh, that's fine. What, what did you see? read? Tell us what you read. Get us excited. That that vi- I, I'm not. That's not my job. Um, uh, that visually it's gorgeous and don't. Basically, it's saying don't do what we're doing, which is to just kind of blow it off. Just. Give it a chance. All right. Well, all right. I'll it, do that. He himself said this movie has to make $2 billion to turn a profit. Yeah. It's not. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fucked. I don't think it's going to do the numbers the first Avatar did. Oh, I don't. I don't. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if it's. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, that kind of money. I appre- What I appreciate out of it is just the balls to go literally balls to the wall and you know spend that much and put that much money into make and that much energy and commitment and basically reinventing making a movie to make a movie i mean yeah i like jim cameron and i think all his movies are fucking great but like i don't know I, again i'm gonna see it i'm not saying i'm not gonna see it but i'm not just, i'm not excited for it i see everything i, I saw fucking I, violent night <laughs> and I'll say this, and I'm I'm stealing this from one of the articles. Yeah, his water movies, uh, pretty goddamn good. What Titanic? <laughs> Titanic, Abyss. Oh yeah, Abyss. This is fucking great. And also, it's a sequel. Terminator Two, better than Terminator. Aliens, better than Alien. Yeah, but that's movies he made better than the the predecessors who made them. So can he make Fair a better enough. movie than his own? Yes. Well, I I saw Avatar the first one, so the answer is yes, he can. I liked the first one, but did I ever? Oh, I, was, I saw it in the theater in 3D, yeah. and I never had the desire to see it again. Uh, yeah, you're right. I never watched it a no, second time. Neither did I. Yeah. I was like, oh, but that it was wasn't good. about that. The initial experience was pretty cool. And my, but the point being that it was cool in like. IMAX 3D for me. There is no value in me watching it sitting on my couch. Right. Yeah. Again, this one. I hope it does. I like Jim Cameron, and I hope it's a good movie. And if it's good, I hope it does well. But if it doesn't have three Spider Mans in it or fucking Tom Cruise doing a Top Gun sequel, then fucking for some reason the right wing co-ops makes it themselves. <laughs> uh, Tom movie. Cruise actually would have just gone to another planet and like plugged his hair into a pterodactyl yeah for he, real yeah he's, a, he's brought a camera with him yeah he's like it would be like less stroud but in outer space yeah. he's got to set up his camera then walk back get it again uh, but again as are there three spider-mans in this movie i haven't seen it yet it's sigourney you know, weaver even in it what is sigourney weaver even in it didn't she die in the first one no, she is in it. Oh. She is in it. Uh, what's his name's in it, too? Uh, the bad guy with the fucking square chin. Uh, Steven. Bad guy with the square chin. From the first movie? I don't remember. Yeah. Wasn't it Giovanna Rabisi? 
Was this the guy who owned the mining company? He was the bad no, guy. No, I think that's that's the pin. No, the army guy. Oh, I don't know. Is I know uh, what's her name's in it. Gamora's in it, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. No one knows what the Zoe Saldana or whatever how you say her name looks like in real Saldana? life. Saldana. Saldana. Yeah, she looks like. Uh... Because she's Gamora. Oh, she looks like Ohura from Star Trek. Ohura. Ooh. Oh, my. Um, I don't know. Keep defending Avatar all of a sudden. So. I I haven't seen it yet. I'm what, what I'm saying is I am going to give it a chance now. I don't know how you get excited from one article. I read like three. <laughs> So did I before we. Well, I was waiting for you to uh, get, take ba- your Basically, it was don't be an asshole. Go see it. I'm like, oh, fine. Oh, oh. I, he's like mentally preparing himself for this movie to bomb too because he's talking about it. Oh, uh, James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of. It can't not be a bomb. I guess that's you know? why they're not spending more than five dollars marketing it because they they spent all the money making the movie. Because um, they're barely marketing this movie, from what yeah. I well, seen. I I'm sh- I'm sure they're counting on word of mouth. Yeah, it didn't work for Wakanda Forever. I mean, Wakanda. So Wakanda Forever did okay. Um, I I think if they would, what's strange is like the the movie theater chains were pissed at Netflix because like they could have made like three hundred million off of that. Glass Onion movie, the sequel to Knives Out. Oh yeah. It, well, it's not necessarily a sequel. It's just a new Knives Out mystery with with the same um, detective. Yeah. But it was like on track to make two to three hundred million, and Netflix is like, no, we're not releasing it wider, and we're pulling it from theaters. Hmm. Because <laughs> it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. So Black Panther, uh, Wakanda, Black Panther, the first Black Panther made a billion dollars. But um, the current Black Panther. Do you also think that people are kind of tired right now? I don't know. I mean, for, from what? We didn't get anything for a whole year. But I, I not for a whole year, but like I, having Endgame be the Endgame, you, you, there is always a part of the audience that was like, okay, that was it. And they can be done with it. Yeah, uh, I guess, but it's made uh, three hundred ninety-six point four million. So it, I mean, it passed Jurassic World Dominion already. So that's pretty good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's good. It's, I'll, I'll I'll wait until it. Top Gun domestically made seven hundred seventeen point five million dollars domestically, and one point five billion worldwide. Jeez, people love fighter jets. Oh yeah, so you're waiting for Wakanda. You, I thought you usually go see these movies in the theater. What makes you What makes you go get a ticket for um, Avatar, but skip out a movie with Namor? Um, because that I can watch at home and not be too upset about. Like I said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I do not care. I've if if it came out if like if let's just say like you said Avatar three is going to be stream Disney Plus only. If Avatar Two was just streaming only, I'd probably or I'd get around to it in the next year or two. Mm. But it's the 
experience the accoutrement, the massive did, did big see... screen and shit popping out at me. So you saw Jurassic World Dominion in the theater, though, right? Uh, yes. And did you see Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? I did. In the theater? Yeah, it's timing. It's the fall. It's There's too much shit going on. I have time there. Oh, I was wondering why you skipped Black Panther. Yeah, no, it's, it's just like... I've been spending my nights cleaning out. Uh, I was uh, killing mice and cleaning out my basement for like every night for the last like you know month and a half. Did you see Top Gun uh, Maverick yet? No, not yet. Oh man, that's actually really list. good. <laughs> Apparently, that that guy is pretty popular in Philly. What? The I don't know. He was local guy that's in it. That was at all the Phillies games. That's oh, all they to Miles about. Teller. Miles Teller. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea who the hell this guy is. Really? I have no idea. I don't. I'm, I'm old. I mean, he's been in some stuff. Didn't? Did you see War Dogs? No. This is a funny movie. Him and Jonah Hill. I don't get out. The much. Fantastic Four reboot that was pretty awful. They did a few years ago. Yeah, no, I did not see that. Mm. I don't know. It could have been good, but uh, something it seems like the studio got involved. Josh Trank it... went off the edge, but I liked it enough. Uh, okay, let's stop talking the bombarding of movie talk. This isn't this isn't the movie years. Movie, movie, the movie talk with Squeezer and RK. But I think Violent Night is going to be something that we talk. Like if if there's a rad years twenty thirty years from now. Violent Night is going to be something that's uh, that's on the topic in, in during Christmas. Cause... At that point, we're going to be so old, we're going to be sick all through the holidays. So we'll yeah. only do like one Christmas episode. It was really great. I suggest everybody fuck the Avatar movie, go see Violent Night because it was a blast. And man, is there some good fucking kill scenes? There's some satisfying kill scenes in that movie. Oh, I do like like creative. Uh yeah, and but also just satisfying. Oh, like, like they had it coming. Oh, I love when they have it coming. Yeah, I'll, like, te- I'll, like telegraphed from left field, like yeah. So and the little girl, there's some. Wait, that's I, the exact opposite of the two meanings of the words. I don't want to. I'm an I, idiot. I don't want to spoil anything, but the, the little girl in it, she starts the movie by saying she watched Home Alone last night. So I'm just letting you know, it's fucking great. Gotcha. Oh, so please tell me they take all the Home Alone traps and go lethal. Uh, she she makes some lethal Home Alone traps, yes. <laughs> Which yes, the bad right. guys make fun of, and then they fall right into, and it's fucking great. That's all right. Oh, it's such a to... great fucking movie. We're going early enough. I might be able to go tonight yet. <laughs> Highly recommend. It's behind the writing team who did Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Two movies I loved, so makes sense that I love this one too. Let me, let me see. Violent Googling show times with the rad years. Gotta go to Stupid Movie Tavern because that's what's near me. That's where I went. I just don't like the. I like AMC better. I like Tillman 8. You know what? We saw to go to Fablemans. We had to go out to the AMC and Center Rally. I forgot how much I, I like that theater. Yeah, that's why I got to go for uh, Avatar. Are you gonna see the fake IMAX? Yeah, I mean it's. I'm not driving to fucking Philly. 
I mean, it's you might as well just see it at a movie tavern. The screen, the mega screen's the same size. Huh. Uh, I think Reading has a legit one, right? I think King of Prussia is the only legit one. Ah. <laughs> All right, I'll look into that. Maybe I go to King of KOP then. I finish up my Christmas shopping with the rest of the monsters down there. All right. Um, okay. We're talk- I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm done selling Violent Night to everybody, but uh, please text me your, that you purchased tickets and you're going, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you use the code you're rad. Yeah, yeah, use code word rad. Speaking of. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't even do an impression right now. Use the code word rad at checkout to get 30% off. I really need it right now after I haven't gotten you on there. I'm kind of getting oh, sued by this? everybody. What? A Voodoo Ranger Violent Night MacGuffins Bar. They got my beer. Hmm. McGuff- which has a MacGuffins? No, it's uh, at the... AMC, I know, but which AMC has a MacGuffins? It says Tillman Night. Uh, oh, oh, no, that's just when I click on that. No, it's not open. Oh, what the fuck? I'll bring my own. I mean, I got like a case of it in my garage. Voodoo Ranger, what is that? Uh, it's a new Belgium IPA. It's the one with the skeleton on it, wearing like Indiana oh, Jones yeah. gear or like a ranger hat. Yeah. You and your goddamn IPAs, you yeah. fucking hipster. We were, we were walking in the Dunkin' Donuts next to the beer distributor that's on by the Walmart there, by Movie Tavern. Mm-hmm. And they have a big poster of it on the wall. And the little one, she points at it and she goes, Daddy Skeleton! <laughs> and there's like other people like walking out, like looking at her, and Mrs. Squeezer's just shaking her head, like, oh God. <laughs> Violent. Ah, it's delicious. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it's uh, MacGuffin's Bar. Ho, ho, holding to your beer when you watch. Yeah, they the, the MacGuffin's is not open and our aims. Ah. All right, let me see. Get ticket. When it's got to be late enough. That's my problem. They don't do uh... eight p.m. <laughs> Seven forty Thursday. Yeah, I, I I can't do anything before nine thirty. And you're fucked. You probably have to go to movie tavern. Oh wait, Friday. Oh fuck. God damn it. Doing phantoms. No, you can take me off. I'll keep. I'll tell Mrs. Squeezer I'm doing. A, I lost um, camera one already. So what? You just told him yeah, he was working. No, Friday night's camera one. Oh, I can do both. I'll be <laughs> like that kayak commercial. I'll just have those like the sticks between us. When I move, it moves. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um. Mm-hmm. So Christmas commercials. Uh, do you know who starts or who goes first? No, it's been a while. Uh, I'll go. All right. Might as well. Here is my first pick for our second round of holiday retro Christmas commercials. All through the holidays, I should make for me. Merry cherry nougat. Special recipes. Little wedding cake. Fresh macaroons. Lucky little nougat. <laughs> Christmas trees and bells at our display for the holiday. And a pepper noose or two. And an archway in a pear tree. Ho, 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 style holiday cookies from Archway. Ho, 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 ho. 
nothing makes me think of Christmas uh, from as a kid more than Archway Cookie Squeezer. And this animated uh, commercial. Are, wait, are those the ones in the tin? No. Oh, never mind then. Archway Cookies, the one that I remember the most you can't get anymore. And uh, it was uh, iced vanilla fingers. They were like long ovals squeezer, about five, mm. six inches. And they were like a cake cookie with the vanilla icing and a red and green sprinkles. Jimmy's on the top of it. Mm. You know, And um, my parents bought it. But there was, there was like the cherry chip nougats, which aren't out this year for some reason. They like mm. they mothballed them again. Um, there's cashew nugget cookies uh there's mini wedding cake cookies there's pfeffer noose whatever the fuck that is and then the the classic stars and bells and then the christmas tree ones which are like sugar butter cookies with the sprinkles the like the sugar crystals on them Mm -hmm. they were their classic um christmas cookies growing up which we always had in our house i liked pfeffer noose what is a pfeffer noose uh it's like a think of like a powdered donut yeah. But crumbly and uh um oh, so you've had archway cookies. No, we would we You had home baked pfeffernoose? Yeah. I never I if not home baked but like local church lady home baked. Uh like we never I, my grandmother always both my grandmothers always baked. Or we got local cookies. So for me like we never we rarely uh, bought cookies. Oh yeah, so um, my parents only <laughs> <laughs> bought cookies. It looks like 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 they are they spicy cookie like spice like gingerbread. Yeah, I would say they're on the spicy side or like a. Um, uh, they're German uh, spice with black pepper, cardamom, cinnamon, clove, ground ginger, and nutmeg. So it's like a spiced wafer, but like a cake, crumbly cake with uh, yeah, I, I'm powdered sugar on it. I'm trying to think of uh, like a ginger snap almost. Yeah, it's a, a spiced wafer, ginger snap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, somewhere in between. So it's not as crunchy, but not as doughy as a donut. Combine the two, powder them, and there you go. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll pick up some Archway Pfeffernoose. Yeah. And, and and completely ninety eight percent lard. Oh yeah, well that I mean everything was lard. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get the flavor. Fat is flavor. I I, I remember uh, my it was family Christmas. Uh, my stepsister, her family, they're all vegetarian and stuff, so the kids never have like any uh, animal product per se. And my youngest nephew at the time was probably like five, is just devouring my grandmother's <laughs> cookies. And I'm standing there watching him. My mom's looking at me and looking at him. He's like, oh. Basically, like, my mom looking at me going, oh, he is going to shit himself. Yeah, right. (laughs) If you're not used to eating that animal product. No. So my mom used to make ricotta cheese cookies, and they were so good, delicious. Interesting. Oh, they're so soft and cakey and yummy. What they look like, or just using ricotta cheese as a base, or yeah, like, it was ricotta it, cheese as a base. Cookie. Yeah, it was like the ricotta cheese made the dough. Huh. Cool. Oh, they were so good. But uh, and then also the classic Christmas cookie were those like mini pecan pie tarts. Yeah. And then there was another. Let's see. My mom made there was like a. Uh, it almost was like. 
I don't know how to, it was like a a black and white, but the white might have been like cream cheese, and it had it had like. God, I should ask my mom what the fuck the cookies. She also made a a a um, candy cane cookie, like it was a sugar cookie. So she'd make sugar, white sugar cookie dough and, and red with red food coloring, and then roll them out and twist them together and make. Oh, that's cool! Candy cane. Uh, we just sprinkled like uh like white and red sprinkles on to make candy canes, but but I like that idea. Yeah. So yeah, Christmas and and when Mom made Christmas cookies, man. Best night of the year, right? I get my own tin. Like, uh, still, like, my mom will, like, when if she makes hers, just a little sugar cookies, she'll bring a tin down for, like, the family, and then she'll kind of, like, slip me, like, l- a little tiny one on the side. Because I don't know where she gets them. Like, she just keeps, like, has a box of tins. <laughs> winter doodles? That you you, you she, keep for, like... Does she, make, does she make winter doodles? Uh, Were those the ones that are, like... Look like little horseshoes. No, winter doodles are just. I I know it, the joke from Community. There's an episode. Anthony oh. Michael Hall comes in. and goes, "Why are you hogging all the winter doodles?" So I looked up what a winter doodle was, and it's just like a sugar cookie cut out in the Christmas shapes, like winter shapes. Oh, <laughs> the thin, yeah, the really yeah. thin Christmas sugar cookies. Oh god, they're, they're the best. Simplicity at its best. God, I love cookies. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Archway cookies, and this uh, this uh, animated commercial from the '80s is one of my favorites. Yeah, but I don't know. I always think of Archway cookies. That's what we leave out for Santa, Archway, because that's what Jeffrey and my mom liked. So, oh, that's a good. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. I gotta tell Miss. I, I gotta step up our cookie game for Santa this year. Yeah, get something good for him. I want it. I want Santa to enjoy a good quality cookie this year. Yeah, you know what's good this year? The holiday cookie from Oreo is a, uh, um, a, a, a snickerdoodle, but it's got like sugar crystals, red and green sugar crystals in it. Hmm. It's really good. It's uh, uh, we I I actually think I might have had that in my cart because uh, the the bigger squeezette was shopping with me, and I was looking for uh, coffee, and opposite the coffee or the cookies and like it's a rack of oreos and mm. i turn around and she's just loading the cart with oreos my like, clever girl <laughs> but no oh i mean i figured she probably thought her best bet was being with you oh it always is right but like, if I she's actually, with like if I, she's I with mom I, I that actually... gets shut down immediately like, don't even attempt but maybe dad if she would have filled it with ring bologna, she would have been fine. Yeah, well, yeah. well no, actually, well, she's still in it with something. Because I'm like, look, look, look at it. And I explain to her, like, volume per price per pound. And I'm like, now see this? If you get this, you don't get as many cookies. But if you go with this, and at this price point, you get more cookies family size. I know that has more stuffing, but you could take these, take them apart, put them back together, make a bigger Oreo, and, like, your eyes, like, lit up. And I'm like, or right, let's go you get could some get queso. the ones with more stuffing and the family size and eat them all in 20 minutes, like Uncle Munch. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad that when I'm shopping for uh, appetizers for uh, like our fam, we already did a one family Christmas Christmas with my sister and my Christmas? aunt and uncle. You got a Christmas in already? Christmas. <laughs> 
You had four Thanksgivings. You're already on your first Christmas. My God, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they leave for Florida. They like. Uh... Oh, they're they're snowbirds. Oh yeah. They used to wait until uh, after the day after Christmas to leave. Yeah. And then after uh, anyone uh, in my family that cared had passed, i.e., my grandmother. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, are you guys good with doing it on, like, December 3rd so we can get the hell out of here? I'm like, sure, let's go. Yeah, when we when we were kids, um, my mom's side of the family, my mom's dad's side of the family is Mechanicsburg, at where we were today. Yep. And they were, like, the garbage pail kid size of the side of the family, like the gar- garbage uh. pail cousins. <laughs> so, like, weird seemingly inbred sign. <laughs> I've been to Mechanicsburg. I got friends there. Yeah. Yep. Hi, Kevin. Um, so, uh, but it was always like, as as kids, as younger kids, even though you got shit for presents, you might get one of those candy, plastic candy cans filled with M&Ms. Oh, I thought you were going to say meth. Well, you know, <laughs> that was for the parents or the garbage pail cousins. Um, they always were playing doctor with each other. <laughs> And why us, us uh, seemingly going, us weirdos became normies when we went to Mechanicsville. So, did, be- you, did you just? It was every present wrapped in uh, Confederate flag wrapping paper. Yeah, I'm like, aren't aren't we? Are, did we go that far south? That or or we, we crossed uh, no, the Mason no, it's, Dixon it's not, line? It's west. It, it, it's scary. It's uh... yeah, but if you keep traveling, you get to the Mason Dixon line, which is right below York, right? Uh, it's not far. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Where is that Mason-Dixon line? Yeah, it's right at, uh, right at the border of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demarcation. So, yeah, the close, and I would say Parisburg just gets you that much closer to it. <laughs> or Mechanicsburg, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, Harrisburg is actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, Hershey too. Yeah, Harrisburg's got some good bars. Go down the Second Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, go to Tom Sawyer's. That's the place to go if you're ever in Harrisburg, folks. Modern day Tom Sawyer. Yeah, they also got a park and eat, which kind of blows my mind. A park and eat. Yeah, or I'm sorry, Eaton Park. Eaton. I don't get there much. Eaton Park. What does that mean? Uh, it's the closest thing they have to a sizzler anymore. Oh, so it's like a buffet? Yeah. Huh. It's called an Eaton Park? Eaton Park, yep. Like eat and park your car. N- no, like Eaton Park. No, it's Eaton Park. Like eat, the letter N, park. Uh, so you park your car and then you go inside and eat. Shouldn't it be park and heat? Look. <laughs> <laughs> once, like, once you cross or, or that river, bring... they start drinking pop. So don't, don't ask me. Do, all right? they, do they bring you like a basket of food out into your car before you park? Like as, as you pull into the parking lot, you get this basket of food to start chowing down on while you park. Just you know, a little appetizer. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, that's why I always go to a Sonic on my way to dinner. All right, let's uh, let's move on to your first commercial pick, Squeezer. You're invited. Can you be there? My 
I don't know what outfit I'll wear. Performance fleece. Ooh, it's fine. Performance fleece? I'll be there at nine. I'm going to go with you as my guest. In performance fleece, I'll be the best dressed. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, performance fleece. Oh, baby, oh, baby, performance fleece. Ah, I remember when my high school was decked from head to toe in performance flammable fleece. I know, isn't it great? Oh, God, imagine, I, I remember, I don't know why I actually wore this stuff, because I have that horrible memory of having uh, plastic army men melted and dripped onto my arm and burning my flesh. Like, uh... Uh, what the hell is that shit called? Like, uh, what? Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I don't even know what the hell you're highly, talking about. Hi, very highly flammable. Yeah. Um, yeah, if someone like asks you. Oh, napalm, napalm, napalm. yes. Oh. Yeah, it's, like wearing, it's like wearing dry napalm. Yeah, if someone like would ash their ex, their cigarette or their blunt accidentally on you, that fucking... <laughs> That uh, that cherry would melt through your fleece yeah. so quick. Yeah, I, I love it. Like it, the singeing. Yeah. Like it just. Yeah. Um, but man, what a catchy ad! They were fun, and Old Navy was like the go-to. This was the beginning of the. Dr- you got to give them credit. For what? I I feel like because in my my experience, like Old Navy, that that style, like this is my personal experience. Like, I remember Christmas, like, I had to also, maybe it was involved because, like, there was church. Now there isn't kind of thing. But, like, Christmas was very much you, more formally dressed. You don't torture the girls by making them go to church like our parents tortured us? Why would I put myself through that? That's true. Um, or, and, and Miss Squeeze was like, you know what, we should take them. Like, you know what? I should wash the floor like my dad did every Sunday. Um, and then come <laughs> home to the race on the TV, the radio blasting the call of the race because he hated the TV announcement. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And a half a buzz on. You're telling me your dad was Homer the heretic? My dad was Homer the heretic. Oh, my. So my dad was a very good altar boy. Like, he was like star altar boy. Okay. And he spent so much time there at St. E's. Oh, he was that Catholic. He became, yeah, he was Catholic. Okay. And that's what did it. He was. He got so. Di- it, it does it. Oh. Speaking from experience, it really. It, there's if there's anything that could really push you away from believing in uh, a deity, it's Catholicism. He he lived at that because my grandfather to that day, like my my grandfather, like was very Catholic, but in like the spiritual sense, he hated like the whole structure infrastructure priests are full of shit kind of thing from what i learned about catholicism but he, he but he made it out, out of the pacific so he's like you know what i'm gonna stick with this but you're full of shit right catholicism mainly the only people who would, who would go to catholic mass it's all about like it's like a fashion show and then it's all the gossip afterwards because my grandmother loved it, she lived yeah. for the gossip and like the judgment. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it really matters where you go. It was all the, I. It was just with, with the Catholic Church. It's just higher fashion, right? And 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 yeah. higher judgment. Yeah. Can you yeah, believe was... she wore that to mass? Oh my God! Yeah. Meanwhile, these priests are fucking the altar boys. 
Lutheran churches, yeah, we're wearing performance fleece. <laughs> um, no, we, uh, but no, no, it was, it was higher, it was like a higher dress code up into a point. And I want to say it was around here. It was like late 90s, early 2000s where it started like, you know what? All of a sudden, like, I see people like wearing jeans at Christmas. Nah, I didn't get there till later. Probably like, oh. probably like till I was out, out of the house and on my own and like, you know, I told my mom in fifth grade I didn't believe in God, and she's like, "Well, you're still getting confirmed." <laughs> and um, like the my deal was after I got the boot from Catholic school, going to public school, I was allowed to, but I still had to get confirmed, so I had to go to CCD. As soon as, like, I was pretty much done with church as soon as I graduated high school and I was out of the house. See you guys. Not interested. Because I would be, they took me once to midnight mass. They made me go, and I was so loud and obnoxious, like making jokes. <laughs> oh, come on! Yeah, they're I embarrassed the whole family. See, I, I like re- regardless of this. I like the midnight mass. Listen, I I, I, I like the pomp and circumstance. Yeah, as a kid, like as a kid, the the mass, the best mass was Christmas mass because they sing Christmas yeah. carols. You know. Yeah. But, but even now, like I would, I would if you said, "Hey, let's go to a midnight mass." I'm like, "All right, I'll tie one on." Let's yeah, go. it reminds you of being in Home Alone. <laughs> you sit next to some random old guy and pretend <laughs> I'm, you're I'm Kevin. I'm not gonna lie, and on a, honestly, that old guy kind of looks like my stepdad, so I kind of like <laughs> he <role> does. Play. <laughs> I won't go to midnight mass, so I'm not going. I'm not wasting another second. Funerals, and churches. It, uh, Weddings, nothing. No thanks. Not for me. No, no. You die. Congratulations. You get married. I'm sorry, but I'm not coming to your wedding or your funeral. I, I, I mean, you're gonna be at mine because you're performing mine. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna shove me in front of that bus full of school children. <laughs> uh, just to leave them with a lasting memory. Um. Oh yeah, performance fleece. So yeah, they came up with a bunch of uh, catchy ads. Uh, selling these uh, flammable plastic wrapped uh, accessories. So that's how we got there. You eventually start wearing performance fleece to Christmas. Well, I mean, I I just did. Um, I, I was wondering I, I, how we got. It was my stepdad that actually started. Like he, I'm like one day, one Christmas, like we were all like, oh, I could see him know, wearing we, the vest, right? Hmm? The vest. What's that? The vest, Ray. Right. Uh, yeah, but it, no. Well, it was, technically it was the jeans that started it. Like, and it's, yeah, the vest. Get off the audio board. Um, what are you doing? But you know, like everyone wore like the khaki pants and the shirt, and maybe mine might have not been tucked in, you know, mm-hmm. because you know a bit of a belly. You know, I was a big <laughs> kid. Um, but uh, eventually, like everyone started like wearing jeans and then fleece. Next thing you know, it's just like, all right, as long as you show up without stains on your clothes, you're good. I uh. I like how since since I wake up in the morning to cook for Christmas, mm-hmm. I get away with wearing sweatpants all day. Ah, <laughs> oh, I would never. I I would still. I mean, I wake up and if I'm not already wearing jeans, I put them on. Yeah, you're a monster, Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, got not, not jeans and a t-shirt. That's the first thing I do. And if it's like a super cold day, even though my house is the same temperature, regardless if it's uh if it's ninety out or thirty out. My house is still the same temperature. And that is? Uh, eh, somewhere between 68 and 72. Okay. What, what, you're at like, what, 87? 
no matter what time of the year. <laughs> no, I uh, I clothing up like right now. I have so I have a big pile of uh, hoodie T-shirts. Our, our mm-hmm. long sleeve T-shirts are what I like to wear at night. Mm-hmm. I like my uh, full coverage of everything, and I like sleeves. You know, I, I so it's I like it's like having a hoodie on, but it's not so warm that you could still have a big fluffy blanket. Yeah, and I have sweatpants on. So like the, right now, yeah, right now. Okay. The as soon as I get home, the first thing to come off is the socks. Socks got to go, and the second thing to come off, jeans, and goes. And then usually, uh, usually no. my thicker hoodie comes off. I'm like Mister Rogers, and I change hoodies. I do that at work. I have my Mister Rogers. Uh... Right. Well, the ones you got me. Right. Those are my Mr. Rogers sneakers. I change out of my uh, SEN, my work hoodie, and I go, because I don't want to get any, you know, stains or uh, booze or anything yeah. on my work hoodie. Go to my, my home t-shirt hoodie, and... Um, oh, fuck. That's what I forgot to do there. And, and what I bought last year, what would you I forget? spent too much time in Hot Topic. I didn't get the lids. What, were you going to buy a new hat? I was looking for a blank so I can get a... Oh, an SEN uh, hat. Man. Patch it up. Patch it over. So, um, what I bought last year, Squeezer, and talking about what we're wearing is American Eagle sold these like sweater hoodies. Ooh. They're like, they had like sweat, there's sweater material and sweater designs, but they have the kangaroo pouch and they have a hood. So I bought a few of those for. Oh, that's you all over. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my formal wear. <laughs> sweater hoodie. And then I have my one my one button down meeting shirt. I have one button down. I I, I love when <laughs> I see you come in and I see with but you have a shirt with buttons on. I go ah oh, shit he's got a meeting. Uh huh. My meeting shirt. Not by your choice. Nope. I turned down a meeting today. I I refused. Uh, was it the circle back around girls? Yeah, I was on. Uh, I had to let you know. I was down in. Uh, old mechanicsburg and i get a call that the the corporate circle round marshmallow uh, yeah yeah you don't don't use the brand i'm not i'm just saying (laughs) marshmallow marshmallow birds and birds people and i'm like well if you don't like it then we won't do it so it's that simple as that and they're like well could we have a meeting to talk about i go absolutely not It felt so good saying absolutely no. You should have asked if it was catered. <laughs> I, I, I would have been your uh, representative. Yeah, uh, how many of those things can you eat, though? Oh, not those. Fuck, I oh. hate those things. Yeah, we got to eat one off the assembly line or the production line. I'm like, I don't line, get it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it, that's, it's not that much better. I'm like, all right, where are your Mike and Ike? I'm like, this would have been better staled for five days instead of off the line. <coughs> yeah, but uh. yeah, if they cater it with chair and bubs, that was my favorite as a kid. The cherry and bubble gum flavored yeah. Mike and Ike's. Yeah. Then I'll be there, but. Or, no. I, you know me, I like my hot tamales. They're, mm. No, I don't need, it's Good. a shimmer sugar squeezer. I can't eat any of that anymore. Well, I don't need them now. Yeah, but that's that's you what know, I'm saying. The, the only the only thing I eat is, is the candy that Ish sent me, which thanks a lot. I always get the "Hey, good job, Squeezer from Ish." Like you know, keep at it. You got this. You can do it too. You know, kind of thing. And he's like, "Here's a bucket of candy, fat ass." <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> oh, 
And um, it's like he was like the ghost, in, <laughs> like uh, the the evil spirits and ghost after the Paul Reiser looking guy. Was it Paul Reiser or someone that just looked like Paul Reiser? No, someone who looked like Paul Reiser. All right. The Paul Reiser looking guy falling on a glass and like the demons just pulling him down the fat land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least I have a nice looking screen to look at while I'm, you know, pulling the McDonald's. <laughs> You'll be able to, uh, yeah, you will. You, you need to be nicer to She was a sweet boy. Oh, no, he's a super sweet boy. <laughs> All that Mexican candy. Uh, Do you see the, the labels on it? You know, know what's funny it? about it's it? Like, I'm looking at it. It says very too, very unhealthy, too much sugar. Like, it's in Spanish, but it's like it is, too much but sugar. the portions are different. Yeah. Everything is smaller. Everything is slightly reasonable. That's how to get you. But there's warning labels on everything too. Like this has a lot of sugar. This has this is yeah. not healthy. I'm like, huh? Wouldn't yes. do that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. All right, my oh and and oh anyway, uh, uh sorry. Oh, uh, you had uh, the uh, real quick. You had the Jeffersons, and you had uh, uh, Morgan Fairchild. You had the uh, Vogue lady. And then, do you know who the guy was? The guy on the lift uh, with the weird face, like famous at all? The guy on the lift with the weird. The face? guy in the ski lift. I even asked Mrs. Squeezer. He's like, "Is this some like Wait, young punk from the late '90s? I don't know about." <laughs> what am I looking up here? Uh, Old Navy Performance Fleece, 1998. Uh, will help. It's the guy in the in the red sweatshirt. I don't know if he was like famous or just like okay, old navy famous. You're invited. Can you be there? Don't know. I guess that's Morgan Fairchild, right? Yeah, Morgan Fairchild's the one in the. Okay, in the, the guy in the old navy with the ski goggles and the lift. Yeah. Never seen him in my life. All right. And that's the Jeffersons, right? On the yes. skis. It's George and Wheezy. I don't know. And any- and the only reason they were in it is because at the time, like the resurgence with uh, who's the uh, who's the lady in the black with the goggles and the guy in the white tux. Uh, the lady with the the goggle. That's uh, Carrie Donovan. Who she was with, she was with Vogue, and then she became like a spokesperson and a thing with uh, Old Navy. I've never seen like, that, that fucking that was old like, bitch uh, in my it, life. It was like a big fashion thing back then. She looks like a, she's wearing Chilean minor goggles. Yeah, that that was her gimmick. Yeah. Uh, and and who's the guy in the white tux next to her? I was trying to figure that out too. Um, who is in the nineteen ninety eight old navy? Performance, please. Oh, oh come on! I I googled commercial. this. and what did it come up with? Uh, nothing. <laughs> um. Oh, hold on. I mean, as I'm doing that, I always like you know circle back around to a. Morgan Fairchild, so I didn't get far. Yeah, so so far this blog I'm reading only knows who you know. 
Agent Dottie. Uh, Allison Verizon. Allison Venzian writes. That's a girl name. Yeah. This I guess they don't know who who's in it. Sorry. That, that's weird. Like even like Old Navy would be like, oh yeah, it was the Old Navy guy. This is This was what? Oh no, I'm sorry. No, I, I uh some of my info came from Reddit. When you scroll down, I'm like, wait, is that the same guy that was in Homeward Bound? And like, no, it's just the Homeward Bound post. Fucking Reddit. Shit up. So you know more people on this thing than I do. I don't fucking know. I never heard of that old bitch from fucking Vogue. You mean the magazine? Yeah. No. Yeah, she was like a big deal. I mean, I only know her name because I like I looked it up. Like I knew her from the old Navy commercials. What is Morgan Fairchild from? Morgan Fairchild. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was Big Adventure. Yeah. uh, Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, but what else is she from? Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Morgan Fairchild. What was she in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? At the end when he's watching the movie. Oh, right, 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 right. He's, she's in she the movie with him. Yeah, she plays Dottie. Yeah, she plays Dottie. Fucking, uh... Paging Pee-wee Herman. Yeah. Pee-wee Herman, please come to the front desk. <laughs> um, well, I think when I was a kid, Squeezer, I didn't... When I was young, younger and nice, this came on, I didn't know any of these... Like, I didn't even know George and Wheezy. Like I, oh, uh, see, I I watched the Jeffersons. I watched All in the Family all the time. So. No, I didn't. So I didn't know who any of these people were. She was in Murphy Brown. I never watched Murphy Brown. Friends. I didn't watch Murphy Browns. Um, I, I guess she was in a bunch of fucking. Uh, God, she was in a lot of movies. But. Uh, Happy, she played a, an episode of Happy Days, the Bob Newhart show, Mork and Mindy, Magnum P.I. Squeezer, yeah, oh, Magnum, um, Murphy Brown, and uh, I don't know, I really don't know much about Morgan Fairchild. I get, I know I'm, the rules. I'm for, getting a new axe for Christmas. Oh, what, what, what kind of axe are you getting? I don't know. That's what kind of makes me nervous. Because I was just te- got a text asking, "Did you buy a new axe?" Because I broke my last axe. Okay. I brought. I broke the handle, which I'm going to bore out and, of course, forge a new handle and you know fix the old one. And I said no, and I was told to wait before I buy a new one. <laughs> what a gift! Here is my next pick. Axe talk with Squeezer. Come on, mate! I'm a surprise for you. What a surprise! I'll show you. Just for the holidays at McDonald's, you can get Bernard or Miss Bianca, the famous heroes from Walt Disney Pictures' new animated feature, The Rescuers Down Under, now in theaters everywhere. One ornament's free when you buy a $5 book of McDonald's gift certificates or $1.49 with any food purchase. Very handsome, but I prefer the real one. Uh, McDonald's Christmas commercials, there's so much to choose from. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of going with the the spot talking, and I think I aired it before talking about like the holiday McNuggets, uh, where they had the special Christmas dipping sauces, dipping sauces, mm-hmm. uh, or the holiday- not gonna lie, I what I I, I had a couple uh, on my short list, but I'm like, you know what, he's definitely gonna go this route, so I'm gonna lay out for him. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've made McDonald's my wheelhouse, so yeah. Um, what did you have? Ron, some of the weird Ronald McDonald ones. Uh, yeah, the uh, like the 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 uh, Christmas star ones. Oh, that's so weird. And the like sentimental the, bullshit ones. The, the, the ice skating one that has no dialogue. And, <laughs> yeah. And the runaway girl, Ronald. Why do you know so much about this little girl? You fucking creep. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Well, he's immortalized sitting on a park bench, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I went with this because I have, we have on our Christmas tree downstairs, the Bernard and Bianca ornament squeezer. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Um, and who doesn't love Rescuers Down Under? And I, I, oh, re- so I remember it, this promo, so promo vividly and, and the little Happy Meal toy with the, the film camera squeezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Um, and uh, but the but when we were kids, the Christmas treat was always a big deal around uh, uh, um, going to McDonald's. I don't know if it's my parents were just worn out from Christmas shopping or the hustle and bustle of the holidays. I'm sure it was harder when you didn't have the internet back then, Squeezer. Sure. So <laughs> they were just like. It always seemed like we got McDonald's more uh, during Christmas. So McDo- the, the Christmas Happy Meals were the toys. You know, get the. Oh, toys. so you you were out more. You know, doing. Yeah, you were out. You were out shopping um, and, and doing and doing more things, and and we'd go for the treats, the the eggnog shakes and the peppermint. Um, uh, uh, I didn't get the eggnog shake squeeze. I was I, as a kid, I did not. I'll drink eggnog now. But as a kid, I did not touch the stuff. Ah, uh, still can't do it. It just tastes like sugar milk now. Uh, I don't like sugar. I don't like milk. You don't like milk? I mean, I will. I'll drink it. If you put a little, no, you know, strawberry quick in there, but, you know. I like milk. If I'm at a restaurant and it comes from one of those fancy milk machines where the milk is actually in a plastic bag and they have to lift a heavy little bar to pour me it and it gets a little bubbly i like it hmm <laughs> um anyway my brother and my mom like the or my brother and my dad like the milk sh- the milkshakes i was a fan of the peppermint sundaes it was just like a soft serve vanilla sundae with that red peppermint syrup poured all over it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was good and holiday pies yeah, that's pure kid cocaine right there Sure is. Holiday pies were a thing too, and they're back this year. It was a uh, vanilla custard and a, uh, and they're much smaller than they when we were kids. They were like the size of my fucking forearm. Well, that's because they're concerned about your health, so they want proper portions for you. Right, which yeah, but uh, like I can't even. And nothing do it. They cost twice as much. <laughs> right now, now they're the size of like your finger. But when you were a kid, they were honestly fucking massive. But they were so they're so good. Uh, I remember the holiday pies when I was a kid. I fucking loved them. Um, but treats, yeah, McDonald's and the, I, um, like I, I have memories of being sick because you know you get you get sick in the winter, yeah, and being sick and getting the the McDonald's uh, Christmas gift Happy Meal that had like a Hot Wheels in it, and my sister would get you know the Barbie. Um, yeah, McDonald's. It's always uh, it gives a Christmas memories for me for some weird reason. No, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, but 
I digress here, Squeezer, is your second pick. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Audio doesn't... It, it's a visual spot. Mm. Uh, in 1993, uh, Coke took a uh, endangered species and uh, sold Coke with it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny because uh, in like so many years from now, the only thing that's going to be left in that commercial between the Aurora Borealis, Polar Bears, and Ice is the Aurora Borealis. Um. Yeah, so um, it was the beginning of it was it was early in the Cola Wars, I would say, and it was Coke um, spending a shit ton of money on CGI bears um, to sell you Coca Cola, and they actually uh, it, it, this was the first uh, commercial spot that the polar bears were actually used in. Uh, Coke had been using polar bears. Going back into like the twenties, <laughs> I think it actually started in France, and then they started using them in the U.S. And they're like, "Hey, look, here's a picture of a polar bear and a Coca-Cola. Drink it." Um, and then finally, by like '93, they're like, "Hey, we can like CGI these things," and it was rough, you know. Like, it, you know, I mean, it, for the time, it was like groundbreaking. It was amazing. Um, but they like hand sculpted like a, a polar bear face because real polar bears aren't as cute, you know. So you have to make a fake polar bear that people, where people think polar bears look like, right? And then they scanned it well, all in. Well, Coke is good and, at that because the modern isn't the modern day image of Santa Claus created by Coke. Yes, yes, yeah. That that the jolly old red fat man. Yeah, it was fr- surprising is, he wears red. Yeah, it's a Coke product. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ken Stewart uh, was the gentleman behind it. Uh, he, it was like a Hollywood exec kind of guy and uh, realized he could make more money in advertising, actually. So, yeah, he uh, developed the whole polar bear scheme. It ran for like 10. I mean, it's still, you know, it's not as, you know, constant, but, you know, the occasional polar bear spot. Uh, you know, still runs. Uh, oh, 1922 in France. That's when it started. Um, yeah, you still see your occasional polar bear spot here and there, and there are different ones. And then they added the little baby polar bears, and then they were cute and silly and fluffy. Um, but yeah, 93, uh, the Northern Lights polar bears. And um, there, uh, the Christmas Coke commercial I always remember is the, 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 Big rigs with the Christmas lights all on them. Yes, the, I actually watched that one like the, in conjunction with. It's about the, watching the, a bunch the, of Coke commercials. The Santa cans are coming, right? Santa cans are coming. Yeah, coming to yeah. your town. Yeah, yeah, Santa cans are coming. Yeah, that's a song. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Coke was always the Christmas soda leader, but I remember in 2004, Squeezer, mm-hmm. Pepsi 
tried to claim a piece of the holiday cola leader with their Pepsi holiday spice. Do you remember that? Do I, I bought into this. If, so at the time, my dad was living. My dad just bought the uh, new house. Like him and my mom split up. He sold our house we grew up in, and he bought a ha- a new house. And it was just me. It was him living in it mainly, and I had a room, and my sister had a room in it. And it was basically like de- it looked like it was decorated by a frat moron. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> but like I remember buying this Pepsi Holiday Spice, and it, t- it was like um reddish brown and had like a ginger mm-hmm. cinnamon like potpourri. And it was only in 2004, and then it, it disappeared for two years and came back in 06, but it hasn't come back since. But I loved Pepsi Holiday Spice. That was back when I could unabashedly drink sugar, full sugared sodas. <laughs> you know? Because who cares back then? You, you're, yeah. You're fucking, um, what's that called? When you can, Metabolism? Metabolism, yeah. When you could eat food and not instantly have it go to your fucking... Tits. <laughs> tits are <or> God. <laughs> Your tits. Yes. Um, uh, I, I have to stop losing weight because it's going to get to the point where I'm just going to keep falling for it because I'm going to be so goddamn top-heavy. It's going to be me and like Pamela Anderson kind of thing going on. So it's all coming out of like your lower half and not your tits? Yeah, yeah. Like, Well, it's because I got a bike, you know, now. So like, uh, like the, your the ass core and, your and like legs the legs are, are looking good. <laughs> the gut's slowly getting smaller. And you try to lift, and then I do a couple pull-ups, and like I pull something in my neck, and I can't lift anything for like a week. Oh, yeah. Uh, so like they, they uh, you know, and then you go and you work out, and you're like, oh, that was a good one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a recovery beer. So you have a recovery beer, and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. So you eat a half a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I'm like, wow, those were good. So you eat the other half a bag of Doritos, and you get in trouble in the morning because you ate your three-year-old's Doritos. And it's a thing. Why is your three-year-old eating Doritos? Because she eats Doritos, so she's eating something, and they're delicious. I shouldn't be talking. On Saturday night, I had 11 <laughs> recovery beers. <laughs> it's just because we went to the drive-in. So someone bought Shankweiler Squeezer. Yes. Oh, we were actually, uh, what was playing? Because we were driving by. I'm like, oh, look there. It was the 2001 Jim Carrey Grinch Who Stole Christmas, which I never mm-hmm. saw. And I liked it. It was funny. Oh, the girls love it. Um, and then Gremlins. That's why. I, that's what's oh, okay. got us there. Fucking, I love Gremlins. Rock yeah, and Ricky it, it, Rialto. It, 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 for me, I was always like, how did they make this thirty-minute cartoon that was already almost too long into like an hour and a half long movie, and it's actually entertaining. Yeah, I thought it's it's very very different from the cartoon. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of backstory into to everything. Mm-hmm. And, and and, and it, with, it, it without almost, him. Like, it's almost like just... Right, he's hysterical. It's him playing himself. Right. But it's just fun to watch. Yeah, it's... I I, I was like, oh, this is funny. I liked it. It's... It didn't feel like like a stretched out version of a 20-minute cartoon at all. It felt like... um, And the stuff when he was a kid is hysterical. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I, I liked it and thought it was funny. Um... Um, oh, but you were saying, yeah, someone bought it, so... Someone bought it so that they're, now they're open in the winter. They're staying open, and they're showing... So Chris, Christmas Vacation will be playing there. And I'm not sure if we'll be able to make it, but I don't know, how many views are you up to so far this season? Uh, I'm only at four now. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm at five. 
Oh, good for you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I figured. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't like sit like static and watch it. Oh, I know. do. <laughs> oh, see, I can't. I I can't. That's my problem. I can't sit still. I sit there like, and watch it and laugh and quote the whole movie. I noticed oh, something I, new the other day. For fuck's sake, I'll save it for that? the. I can't. I'll save it for the watch. Oh, okay, all right, save it for the. But like, I'll put it on the iPad and then like, cause I, I put my AirPods in. Like, I'm down in the basement, like cleaning the basement, so it's on and I can see it. But you hear it the whole time, so it's kind of you know. I have five full tip to tail watches that I I sit there and watch and the whole time. No, I, I I cannot I can't sit still for that long. I'm a fidgety I'm a fidgety boy. I can no problem. Um, but uh, I don't know if I'll get to my thirteen when we are when we had COVID and I was home every night. <laughs> I had like thirteen or fifteen views, but I'm at five, and we got two more shows for Christmas. We have one more show till the watch along squeezer. Well, we should do just load it in the. Uh, uh, Give it to the new uh, EVS control operator uh, that we have on board and uh, have them loaded in there and you can just play it back from the truck. What? Oh, you mean in the truck yeah. and in return yeah. too? Yeah, ha- 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 have the new uh, car monkey that you hired <laughs> uh, loaded in. And then, like, so all day Friday, all day Saturday. Just have it on a loop. Yeah, but you can't hear can... it. That's that's the, that's what sucks. You got to be able to what? hear. It. I, I think we should just illegally air it on channel two <laughs> during <laughs> the day. Him. What are they gonna do? Yeah, just sue us <laughs> for millions us? of dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. So Coke, uh, Squeezer, you said you had to take a little pee break. Should I play? Oh. Um. Should I get a little commercial rip going for people? You want to do commercial rip, or you want to? You don't want to stall for? Uh... Yeah, I'll I'll be quick. So I'll, I'll, I'm gonna load up something really quick. Um, so I'm gonna play those craft TV Christmas recipe commercials. Ooh, oh man, I want to hang on. All right, I'm gonna sit and watch those, and then I'll go. <laughs> uh, so back during. 1986 squeezer i think the christmas toy was released on abc it was made for for abc it was a jim henson production and Kraft bought uh the all the commercial time so their limited commercials were only these long craft recipe spots and this this is like how some people have like a movie or like a show or something that that like they could watch every day to bring them home this is mine uh and here it is in its entirety for you The nicest gifts under the tree are the ones you make yourself. Say happy holidays with these strawberry almond bars. You blend buttery tasting parquet margarine and brown sugar to make a base. Spread with Kraft strawberry preserves and bake. Drizzle with melted almond bark. Cool and slice. Wrap with a bow and they're ready to go. Make this Yuletide apple dip for a hostess gift. Bring out the flavor of chopped apples and onions with delicious Kraft Real Mayonnaise. Add sour cream and chill. Then slice Lender's Bagels halves, arrange, and wrap for a gift that's always in good taste. You can treat someone to the fine art of snacking with Cheddar Crisps. 
Cracker Barrel brand sharp cheddar cheese makes them special. Shred and prepare a cheese dough. Add crushed potato chips. Form like this and bake. For season's eatings that say season's greetings. Create this festive sandwich tray for giving and start with Velveeta processed cheese spread slices. There's no single cheese like it. Arrange with ham and pepper rings and add a special holiday spread of chopped vegetables and parquet margarine. A beautiful way to give the season's best. Craft TV special recipes are in TV Guide magazine. tree trimming a party with Kraft TV special recipes. This gala dip could become a holiday tradition. You make it with Velveeta processed cheese spread. There's no single cheese like it. And it melts so smoothly. Combine with sautéed vegetables. Add spinach, then serve in a sourdough bread shell for an eye-catching party platter. These festive chicken wings add a little spice to your table. They get their flavor from Kraft barbecue sauce. It's America's favorite. Just mix with Kraft orange juice and red pepper, then brush and bake. Serve with reserved sauce for dipping. Brighten a holiday platter with tangy topped potato rounds. Miracle Whip salad dressing adds a tangy zip. Brian, I'm finally reading the text. Gibbon, 666, says Rad Years with his most listened to podcast on Spotify this year. And trim your platter with a bed of fresh greens. Craft TV special Come to Des Moines and do a live show soon. I want to. I'm ready for 2023, too. And thank you for being here with us in this great year. <sighs> We're just waiting for Squeezer. His little boy bladder. Oh, you got those lifesaver books, Brian. I wanted the when I was a kid, like that was like the holy grail of junk food. Cause it was like fucking fifty rolls of lifesavers in those books. He said he had a side, the family that every year that gave him one of those fake books with the flavored lifesavers in it. Tasty cake cookies in the cardboard bin. We still tasty cakes are Philly, Brian. They're they're still I can get them. Uh, Brian, I will send you a cardboard bin of Tasty Cake cookies if you want, <clears throat> just to give you that. We're having Tasty Cakes? Just Brian, just uh, hit me, slide in my DMs. I think I have your address, Ooh. but just to be sure, I'll, I'm going to send you a tin of, a cardboard bin of those Tasty Cake cookies if I could still find I know I've seen them out. but uh, Which but ones in particular are we talking about? Tasty Cake. The sugar cookies in the cardboard bin, like the tub? Um... Oh, God damn it. All right. So we did your pick, Squeezie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sorry. The fucking kid ate all the Doritos. <laughs> did you go to try and eat Doritos? I mean, I got to walk past the pantry to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Might as well get a piss snack. Oh. oh, by the way, when you ask, like, your three-year-old eats Doritos, I'm like, she's a second child, dude. Just remember that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I had, if my parents could afford Doritos when I was three, I would have had eight Doritos. <laughs> yeah. We ate Oboises instead. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> wasn't being judgy. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, I got that highfalutin. Uh, you got that big TV money back when that, Jeffrey. That, that big local TV producer money that I can yeah, that, buy Doritos. Well, there was a point in time where the company didn't have a lot of money. And, you know, we had to settle for Keebler snacks, a Boise's. And tater skins, which were delicious. I'd kill. Hmm. Yeah, when every time I try to like buy those TGI Friday tater tater skin ripoffs, and like because as a kid I loved them, and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna buy these and it's gonna take me back. And I eat them. These fucking suck. <laughs> hey, my dad bought pretzels out of a cardboard box at the farmer's market. So yeah, well, those are the best kind. They are the best. They're so good. Probably made with pig lard or something. Hell yeah. All right, my, here oh, is my... I'll get some beef sticks. <laughs> Next pick. Old people. Slackers. Get a clue. Get a job. Get a haircut. Get some hair. Have some respect. Have some prunes. Why you? I want to take this and just get, get it on With new games like Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball, Tetris Plus, and Donkey Kong Land 3... The world is a better place. <laughs> nice earrings. Nice hearing aid. What? <laughs> this is a <laughs> Christmas commercial for the Game Boy Pocket. Uh, I think it was around 97 because uh, Donkey Kong Land 3 came out in, nine, in October of 97. Um, and they're talking about Tetris Plus and Ken Griffey uh, Jr. I finally got... Well... I got my Game Boy Pocket via my sister. She she wanted so my sister would always like want like I I want my own video game because she wants to play it. So for Easter, my parents bought her because she's a spoiled brat because she's the baby, the girl they always wanted, and you know we're the <laughs> asshole boys. They bought her a Game Boy Pocket, uh, which was great because she was bored of it and didn't want to play it anymore after a week. So I got the Game Boy Pocket. Nice. Um. And Game Boy, to this day, there's Game Boy games still that I play that are just mm. fun. Oh, oh, I I just literally, as you said, I have it in my hand. I found uh, cleaning up my basement, my Game Boy Advance. So. Oh, yeah, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, Game Boy Advance were good, too, because you can still play Game Boy games on it. Yeah, but it, Castlevania I, and Ready to Rumble. Oh, I even got my uh, a Game Boy Color then in, like, 99, and... Uh, like I, I still I kept going with the Game Boys, man. Yeah. Game Boy and they never had a backlight. Even up until the game I got my Game Boy Advance SP with a flip phone style one. Mm-hmm. Like that and that there wasn't a backlight, it was a front light built in. But it was still a light. But there was not a and now it's funny, like I have all those like emulators that yeah. are like literally a kit can literally fit in your pocket like, without like looking like you have a brick in your pocket. Oh, not even like not even like uh, an emulator, but like the the emulator. Yeah, what you were talking about. Oh, I even have that little keychain one. That's the the flip up one. I've, have I showed yeah. you that one? Yeah, you showed me that one. But yeah. like, yeah, I have the ROMs emulator on the laptop. Like, I was playing Pokemon for a while. Oh and... yeah, but these these are my little like emulator that look like a Game Boy, but it's like yeah. so tiny, and you could play like PlayStation games on them. <laughs> yeah, like have the entire library. And, and, like, you go back in time. And I, as a kid, that's all you wanted. And then you go back in time and, like, show, like, hey, look at this little thing I have that has every Nintendo game, every Genesis game, every Super Nintendo game, 
every Game Boy game, every Game Boy Advance game, and every PlayStation game, and maybe a few N64 games on it. Yeah. Go fuck yourself because you can't even touch it and go back yeah. to go back to the future. You just And here I am, I still like to have something and put a cartridge in my hand. Just go back and rub it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, the cartridge gaming hasn't caught on like uh, ta- cassette tapes and records. <laughs> no, no, but the prices still went up. Yeah, well, it's a collector's market because they're not it's making new ones. Yeah. Although I did buy uh, a Nintendo cartridge. On, I pre, I just remembered I pre-ordered it. Someone got like the, the, they made a Garbage Pail Kids game, but never released it. Ah. And someone got the ROM and fin- bought the rights to the ROM and f- and got licensing from Garbage Pail Kids tops and finished the game and re- released it on a cart and I bought it for like a hundred bucks. Some intern just gave just waved it like just go do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I did find uh, was it Secret Service? Silent Service. Silent Service. Yeah, I found it. Remember, I I bought it at uh, RetroCon, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're with me, and I ha- it's still in like the Ziploc bag with the sticker. I never even opened it up. Oh man, I, I, I love ju- that I just game. found it cleaning out the basement. That game was so like advanced, and it took me forever to figure out how to play it. Like I'd put it in, and I'd fuck with it forever, and fuck with it forever, and then I, I finally like figured out how to play it as I got older. I I found the diaper box with my uh, NES in it, so I just got to get that all wired up and. Uh... Yeah, I could just flick the little switch here on my emulator and pull it up in two seconds. Ah, you gotta, you gotta put it in. You gotta rub it. You gotta blow it. Give it a couple smacks. You're not dating one, two, it. One, two. <laughs> um, but Ken Griffey Jr. I'm, I'm talking about uh, NES, by the way. Right. Yeah. I said you're not dating it. Oh. Ken Griffey Baseball Game Boy. I play, I had the one for Super Nintendo. I never saw the Game Boy version. Oh fuck! Does this look bad? <laughs> <laughs> like in television, baseball bad or no, no, no. It's still good. Like, I mean, it's still surprisingly good. Like they they for what Game Boy's limitations were, man, did they fucking like pull a lot out of that. But I, I played Ken Griffey baseball. On my Super Nintendo, like my dad bought it for me when I was sick, and I I played that thing nonstop, day and night. Um, but I didn't know it was for Game Boy, so I would occasionally rent a Game Boy game from Blockbuster. Talk about like waste throwing your money, throwing your weekend away. <laughs> yeah. Because Game Boy games are a lot more hit or miss. Like, I, I remember I rented, I was sick, and my dad took me to Blockbuster to rent a game, and I rented Mortal Kombat for Game Boy. Oh. <sighs> was yeah. I fucking. I was really fucked over there. Because I'm like, I'm yeah. going to lay on the couch out in the living room, and my Super Nintendo's in my bedroom. I'll rent, and I'll, I'll rent Mortal Kombat so I can lay on my couch and play. And, and I'm like, God, this sucks. Yeah. Well, that, that was our, our holdover when my cousin would have, like, a sleepover party kind of thing we'd have our mortal Kombat tournaments like you'd go down into like the den and play mortal Kombat on genesis and then like like the uh consolation round like the if you were off there was a second round where you played on game boy and you're better off just fucking sitting there (laughs) yeah was not fun fine finding snacks no 
Yeah, if for every for every uh, Link's Awakening and Pokemon Red and Blue, there was a million Home Alone twos. You know what? I, I it's not as bad as you're you're making it seem. Home Alone two. Home Alone no. Home or Alone, just the, the number of the num- I had Home Alone one for Game Boy, and I played it constantly, even though it was awful. But the number of bad like there was there was a surprisingly like. Fuck one of the I, I would say my like third favorite game of all time is a Game Boy game. Mario two Mario Land two and the six golden coins. Fair fair enough. All right. I, I don't mean it where it was all trash. What I'm saying is to get to that mountain there's <laughs> yeah, but there, so many games at the very top. There's some trash on the NES and SNES too. I, I, I would say there's probably even more trash on the on the NES. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um But like but, uh, yeah. A talented programmer with the Game Boy, I mean, they squeezed every last bit of ju- the juice out of that fucking system. I mean, one Link's Awakening is one of my is one of it's, my top five favorite. Link's games Awakening is a great game, yeah. Uh, and Pokemon's easily in the top. It's probably like seven, maybe then, just because it's so. You know, the collecting, the addicting, the fact that that's how we spent our time in, like, ninth grade. Literally, like, link cables just strewn across the aisle, just battling each other in math class because the teacher was oblivious to what was going on. Hmm. And that was, like, the end of Game Boy's run, too. It was crazy. Yeah, it's great. I love how it's it's great, but it's also sad. Like, that's finally when they unlocked the power. Like, to me, it's so sad that Conqueror's Bad Fur Day for the N64 isn't as a uh, like highly touted as it is because it's such a great game and eked every square inch of power out of that out of that system. Uh, sure, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Um, but it's yes. a giant we'll, pile we'll talk, of crap singing opera. I we'll, mean, what more do you want? Yeah, we'll talk more in sixty four later. I got a, one of my spots Ooh. on there, but here is your third spot. This holiday season, remember, most ordinary credit cards charge interest from the moment you buy something if you carry a balance as little as a dollar. So buy your presents with the new Optimate True Grace card from American Express and get an interest-free grace period on each new purchase, even when you carry a balance. It's a jolly good thing. And keep recycling those old credit cards. I'm decorating my tree. Apply today. Call 1-800-4-OPTIMA. What a fun Christmas yeah. commercial. Can you believe the woman in this spot broke the law? Yeah, it turned Snoop She went up in now. a lift without a harness to decorate a tree at the end of that commercial. Oh, he's doing shtick, guys. Yep, doing shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Martha Stewart. Um, no, this, this hit really close to home. I'm not gonna lie. So I was watching like just rips of commercials. I'm like, all right, I remember that. I remember that. And then I I see this Martha Stewart one, and it's not the commercial per se, although I do remember it. <coughs> um, but it's what my Christmas is basically from this time out on like '94, '95. Right. Started to become. Mama Squeezer started like she fell in love with the Martha Stewart gimmick. That that country home, it it, it started oh, with. It listen, started it wasn't in just with our Mama head. Squeezer. It was every fucking housewife in America. And oh, I know. Oh, I know. 
color color multicolor lights were banned. It was all white lights. It was all cottage mm-hmm. crafters. God, as yep. soon as my dad started making money, cottage crafters popped up on and fucking Tillman Square. It's still there. And yep. man, we had, we went from having like heirloom furniture passed down from our Czech grandparents to fucking hand carved wood bullshit from yep. from reclaimed uh fucking horse cock holders <laughs> from barns. I don't know. <laughs> uh just so you're aware, it's a, it's just fucking pallets. <laughs> It's a. Hey, this is a handcrafted ornament from reclaimed wood. Uh, reclaimed from what? Uh, fucking horse cock holders. Keg, keg, keg pallet. And so, uh, what do you think yeah, hor- holds life. the horse's cock? It's a horse cock holder. Um, and then once she got divorced, and then the free ch- free money just started rolling in without any dealing with dad kind of shit came in. Then it became all the German glass ornaments in our on our tree, and that's when we had two Christmas trees finally. Oh, what was? So, oh, yeah, the nice one and the one you could yeah. put your ornaments on. So the real one that we cut down, the traditional German tree, by the way, traditional German. That's when the one year she tried to pull the "I'm gonna put a sock, uh, an orange in your sock" bullshit, um, which was like I, I guess it's a thing. Well, this is what they did in Germany in the 1800s. I'm like, that's because they didn't have toys in the 1800s. What say? It, was, it wasn't was... even Germany. It was Persia what... or uh, uh, Prussia. Prussia, yeah. What yeah. was uh, yes yesterday? Saint Nick's Day or something? Where you put your shoe out. Oh yeah, she tried doing that too. Well, put your shoes out. We, I'm like, we, just give we always me did toys. that growing up because that was like a Catholic thing. Oh okay. You got like a small like candy toy, like a Pez dispenser. Not that yeah. we got Pez dispenser, but that was that'd be something comparable to what you'd get. Yeah, it, it it's like a poor man's Easter, a or super like poor the man's first Easter, day of yeah. Hanukkah. It's Saint Nick that you put your shoe out. Yeah, but they, I would love it as kids because it was like early Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Yeah. So we had we had the big tree and all. And then she took that over. Was and she then, into yeah, that um, white lights? That von um, Wolfhausen lady or. Who made all? Who makes all the German shit? Who's at Chris Kindlemart every year? Uh, Herfin Wolfensteiner. Or yeah, whatever right. Her name is. Um, Von Wolfhausen was from Beerfest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll remember her name. So is is she? Uh, is your mom German too? Yes. Yeah, like pretty much. Because your your dad's last name is very German. See, so you, so you're. You're yeah, German, German, to... Austrian, mind you. Very, we're, we're border folk. Right. Well, so is Hitler. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he was just Austrian. He, yeah, he, he was found Austrian. a he found a dumbass country with a bunch of schlubs that he can go and take over. Uh, um, you Americans are like your dirty Harry, always putting your dukes out, dukes and dukes and yeah. Yeah, so we, you know, just, you know, we'd, we'd get around the tree and, you know, look at our glass ornaments and watch Lenny Riefenstahl movies. And, <laughs> you know, you know, German family. No, God, it sucked. Oh, God, it got so, like, proper and prim. Mm-hmm. Like, just, oh, it, it felt like Christmas had a stick up its ass after fucking Martha Stewart I'm glad she should have gone to jail for ruining my Christmas it's not for tax fraud right and the, the, the one can the like light up candle light in every window 
Well, we did that from day one. That was always a thing for us. Yeah, but we, we, always... we, had, we had like the big plastic gaudy ones growing up, and then like it switched to like fancier ones. Well, we did too, because that's all you had. Yeah. But and there was my dad like like they would always like fall out because the cord would pull them down. Mm. So my dad would use double stick tape, <coughs> and so there like there was always a spot in the middle of each windowsill. Yeah, where we just did the too. The lead paint was ripped up yep. because yeah, because of the, the double, double stick, stick paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now all of ours run on double A batteries and they're on like a six hour timer. Um. Oh, Which, so you, you first you, thing tomorrow morning when I wake up is get my ass up the little giant and climb up there in the one window above the foyer and plop it in there. Oh, you, oh, you haven't done. It. Have you decorated at all for Christmas yet? Yeah, everything except that big window. The the first thing I did was put the wreath up over the garage because it was warm and it's terrifying. So I'm like, all right, let's get this over with. Um, and then, yeah, my, my tree is done. Bushes are done. Okay. She bought a new Santa because... Oh, God damn, we got an inflatable Santa. Like, I'm in between. Like, I like, like, uh, the traditional look with a little more lights. Like, in my house, like, it, our house, my mom put would put, like, a wreath on a door and uh, put candles in the windows. And I was always jealous of the other houses. I'm like, can we do more? She's like, no, this is pleasant and traditional. I'm like, ugh. Traditional to what? Like, is this what Mary and Joseph had? No, this is what fucking Paul Revere did. <laughs> like, hey, I put a light in the window. The British are coming. So we decorated for Christmas on Sunday, finally, because we're behind on our, we're behind on Halloween. We're behind Christmas. Oh, oh, little little uh, Squeezette number one was quite upset with me. She's like, she wanted to do a light ride. Like that's our thing. She wants to just drive around, and see the lights, and. uh she asked, "Is Uncle Ryan's? I want to go to Uncle Ryan's house." I'm like, "No, that's a bit of a drive." Like, cause it, not that it's a a drive, but with two cranky kids in the car at like eight o'clock at night, it is. Especially like the route to my house to get to you. Mm-hmm. The most direct route. There's no Christmas lights, and even a how ha- like You're... the route to get there. I studied it. Even like the oh, residential route that. where there could be Christmas lights, no one decorates those fucks. Yeah. Well, we, your your oldest daughter looks at me with fear and disgust. Your youngest one has the biggest smile and look of joy on her face. Like, I amuse her like I'm a fucking clown. Well, okay. So, your youngest daughter is my favorite. Well, yeah, good. Um, they're both smart in their own way. Like, mm-hmm. the first one just knows, like, the, <laughs> you know, it's like a hot stove, don't touch. And uh, the little one's like, oh, hot stove, smile at you, and it will make me food. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, all right. But, no, like, she, it, 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 she, it, it, no, the big every, one's all shtick. Which, her, the big one is her practicing for a play. Like, she sees Santa, and, like, it pretends to be terrified. And mm. it's like, oh, honey, it's just Santa. And it's a way to get attention. When they came for Trick or Treat, the littlest one was so had the biggest. As soon as she saw me, this face lit up. So excited. Yeah. So I'm glad she's. Uh, I will. I don't have my outdoor decorations up yet, but I will let you know. Because Ru- let me know. I told them I would check with you. They were very excited to go. Rudolph will be. Uh, I have Rudolph, and um, you got the little dinosaur too. Yeah, the dinosaur is there too. He'll come out. All right. So they'll they're all in the garage, staged, ready to go out. I just didn't have the willpower to do it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got I, I got to get one the glue sticks loaded and uh, fucking inflatables. 
It's a small little Santa, but yeah, I, I, I since, the... since your new future chief engineer failed me miserably, I gotta go buy a new one. What do you mean? Uh, the the plug rotted off. Like it, there was a little break in the in the plug on mm-hmm. our Santa, and uh, I so I I gave it to him. Spend? Well, well, yeah. While the big one was away, I'm like, hey, uh, side project. You want to play around with this? Because just it's fun for them. Why didn't you give it to Scott? He actually can fix that. Well, because it's the the it's the problem is the plug itself is like molded. It yeah. broke at the connector there. He would have just cut it off and put a new connector on. Well, yeah, but like you showed me, like the new connector would cost like thirteen bucks. So what? Because a new Santa itself would cost like fifteen bucks. Oh, yeah. So but... I just bought a new Santa. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's what I'll do. I'll give Scott the old Santa, and he'll be like, "Ah, yeah," and he'll probably like he'll go home, go through his drawers of Santa plugs that he has. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> got a good Santa plug here. I put right yeah. on it. Uh, not that Santa plug, Scott. Uh, send me a <laughs> send me a text or some. Awkward picture. <laughs> All it's right. A Santa plug. What are, we, are we on me or you? Uh, what were you talking about? Oh, uh, Martha, Martha Stewart, Stewart and her yeah. Amex uh, commercial. Uh, I started doing research on these credit cards. I'm like, God damn, credit cards sucked back then too. They still suck if you don't. They, they call what what I what I do is they call me a freeloader. I collect all the rewards and points and pay it off every every like. Like I, I play it off twice a month, so I don't even oh, yeah. even register on my credit card. My I'm sorry, my credit report. But like I don't pay a dime of interest, so they consider me a freeloader. No, no, yeah, we're in the same boat. Yeah. And I have so many points. I have multiple credit cards with lots of points. If I put all my points together, I could like I could buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't buy anything not on a credit card. I buy everything on a credit card and collect the points. Yeah. No. I just I yelled at you a few years ago for not doing that. Me and Christy yeah. like cornered you and yelled at you. What are you doing? Well, it's because I, I I had I had to I had to close what I had. It, it was a thing because my with my. I'm dad still trying to convince you to to join a real bank. <laughs> uh, I I got a real credit card. Does that count? It's starting, but the day the, starting. The day I was able to get a, I was able to walk out of a dealership with a sixty thousand dollar car easier than you were able to leave the Apple Store with a computer. <laughs> What's their fax number? Yeah, right. The look on the, the the smirk on my face when I I, I look at the, the guy at the Apple Store and go, "What's your fax number?" And his eyes go crossed. Yeah. Well, I I, I joined a new credit union that uh, at least has uh uh. Computers. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, be, that... that's what I grew up in. That's what I'm used to. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We'll, yeah. we'll drag you into the. I wanna. I wanna own my bank. Hmm. Bank where you own the place. I've done commercials for People's First Credit Union. <laughs> you get invited to the Christmas party. Uh, the work one. No, the bank one, because you own it. Oh, oh! I should just show up. <laughs> right. Like, where's hey. my mug? Right. Owner here. Everyone, prim, prim gets standard attention. <laughs> I own this place. All right. Here is my next pick. 
Children, today we'll be reading the best oh, Christmas ever. Our story mm. begins with Christmas Crunch. Crunchy sweet berry stars, <coughs> stockings, trees, yep. and these, my new yeah. Jingle Bell Rocks. Just pour some in oh, and there we stir go. until your milk turns red. Rockin' red. It's a tasty part of a balanced <laughs> holiday breakfast. This crunch is only here for Christmas, and that's one reason it's the best Christmas ever. This old lady, and it's uh, about Jingle, a version of Christmas Crunch, one of like the oldest... So it's like uh crunchy sweet berry stars stockings it has the the crunchberry pieces just pour some in and stir till your milk turns red and jingle bell rocks for these little red uh sugar candies that turned your milk red when you stirred it in jingle bell rocks all the gimmicks christmas crunch they changed the box like now we're on 5 years since they changed it to like uh Almost like a Clark Griswold, like tied up in the lights box squeezer, the current box. Okay, yeah. But I mean, Christmas Crunch, and you know, I have a, I have like that really old, uh, Christmas like holiday Lucky Charms like cylinder. Mm-hmm. That has the toys on top. That's sealed still. It's from '93. Um, has a has a thing of Play-Doh and a thing of Lifesaver gummies. In the dome on top of the, it's like a, it's like a missile silo of, of cereal. <laughs> but um, my God, seeing that just takes me back to, uh, for some reason, these Christmas, these Christmas cereal commercials and the Christmas cereal takes me back to being a kid, like instantly, like knowing that they exist and having yeah. them. And, uh, but so, I, I loved them. I, I, but I wasn't like. The, the gimmicky cereal. I, I wasn't really a cereal guy to begin with. I ate yeah. Captain Crunch and that was it. Yeah, I love or if cereal. I if I was at my grandparents, I ate uh, clusters. But other than those two, like I did not, I didn't care for cereal unless unless we we're camping. It came in a little box that you could cut open and fold. Oh, that's the best kind. Of yeah, cereal. Oh, no cereal is better than that. I, I I don't think I ever had Frosted Flakes outside of one of those. Frosted Flakes are probably top five cereal of all time. Oh, dude, don't get me wrong; it's deli- It's amazing. I mean, it's just but it's just sugar with. I never ate Frosted Flakes in a regular here, box. Here's a good way to describe what Frosted Flakes are: they're essentially Fritos covered in sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The, and that's what we were eating for breakfast. Yes, they're vitamin fortified. How much of those vitamins get absorbed into your body is debatable. Yeah, yeah it's like the the emergency packs. It's like a three thousand percent of your daily vitamin right. C. All right, well, you piss out two thousand ninety nine percent of that. You know. Yeah, I, I I was actually talking to Enchantress the other day because she had a little wine hangover a couple weeks ago. Squeezer. Oh. And I was like, she says you wanted a B12 shot. I'm like, well, why don't you have one of my rock stars? It's like, you know, rock star energy drinks or a monster energy drink I had in the fridge. Mm-hmm. I had rock star recovery. And she's like, well, I'm like, those have all the B12. So she drank it. Drank it. She felt great. Like she, her hangover was gone. She felt fine. And she's like, oh my God, this is man like that. That's what it's called rock star recovery for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's not called monster rehab because you're like, like fixing your broken arm. It's, you know, it's for a hangover. But back in the day, for some reason, when you drank a Rockstar Monster, you'd 
like pissed violent neon yellow greenish <laughs> they fixed whatever caused that but man that mm-hmm. used to be fun back in the day. they they found some kind of chemical that latches onto your body and right and, and gets you to not piss that color yeah. green I'm sure it's the same thing that's in like the deo- the the zinc in your deodorant that mm-hmm. just like clogs your pores. No, that's alumi- aluminum, aluminum squeezer. Ah, aluminum. Zinc. But now they're saying now there's new studies out that saying the aluminum has nothing to do with Alzheimer's. So you know who knows what to believe. Well, yeah, well, a study was done by people with Alzheimer's, so they forgot. Here is speaking of forgetting. Um, we forgot that we're almost two hours into this, and we need to get to your fourth pick. What a transition. commercial at all i i so yes and no so i kind of remember farful i I remember i remember always just walking going chocolate (laughs) um and for me it didn't this commercial didn't mean shit to me but my dad was like obsessed with it oh yeah and i now it took me like 30 years of hindsight to understand why and it's kind of like if you had, right now, a commercial came on with the Noid, and me being all excited about it, and going to my little squeezette, my kid, and going, hey, look, it's the Noid, and she looks at me like, yeah, who the fuck's that? Oh, so they, and then I have to yell at her for dropping the F-bomb. This is a thing from, like, the 50s? Yeah, 50s and the 60s. So... Uh, Farful was like a, a, a shitty ass puppet dog from the fifties that, cause you know, TV sucked back then. Um, and, uh, eventually became a spokesperson for Nestle. And over the course of 10 years, Farful was a representative from Nestle and then he did this gimmick and it started with the, like the in-person, like, uh, like honeymooners, like, like. They they cut in all of a sudden like their standards like I smoke cigarettes and these are good for you <laughs> you know and then uh, <laughs> start your day with a healthy Marlboro <laughs> make your baby grow bigger <laughs> smoke Winston <laughs> um and and eventually it became like where like it got more and more complex where they were actually doing like pre-produced farful spots for Nestle. In the course of 10 years, they did a hu- over 120 commercials mm-hmm. for this damn dog, which is, is like now, like going back to the, co- I was thinking about that, going back to the Coke polar bears, like maybe you got one a year and then they even took years off because like, oh, it's over saturation. So like 120 spots over 10 years, it's still 12, but that's a new farful spot a month. It's like a like a, a business spot for an internet and cable company or something. Uh, <laughs> um, you burnt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my phone's gonna ring tomorrow, or your phone's gonna ring tomorrow. Um, 
I was too proud of myself. I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, my dad was obsessed with Farfel because from like 55 to 65, like Farfel was like the spokesperson for Nestle and it was everywhere. And also, by the way, 10 years and 120 spots over the course of anywhere from like three to like 10 channels. So it was everywhere. It was oversaturation. Right. So, like, my dad knew it, and it was a thing, and he was obsessed with it. So for us, it was, like, the Noid, or bigger than the Noid, because when you think about the amount of airtime he had, it's like if Alf came on right now and said, hey, kids, um, buy, you know. Radio uh, Shack, what, like what, Alf did a few Alf years sell? ago. He sold Radio Shack, like. Five years ago. All right. Hey, kids, buy Radio Shack. And <laughs> you and I would be like, oh, that's not a good deal. My kids would be like, what's Radio Shack? And then I have to explain what Radio Shack is. And my wife would look at me like, stop talking to them like this. Um, I, I hope Radio Shack comes back one day like Toys R Us comes back. Like, yeah, is there going to be like a Macy's yeah, like but Radio Toys Shack R Us section? hasn't come back, Squeezer. What's that? Toys R Us hasn't it's come not. back. I was just in there. It was kind of depressing. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, anyway, you know. yeah, yeah. So my dad was obsessed with Farfel, and it, it may, put me in that position to recognize, like, the whole... It was... Like, you see all these articles now for all these people, like, on their high horse with their st- with a stick up their ass. But I'm like, nostalgia's bad for you, and this new fad of nostalgia, and blah, blah, blah. Dude, nostalgia... Been, look, the biggest proof of nostalgia doing a th- being a thing is... Brad, your well, podcast. Roger's podcast is number one, of course. But, like, The Happy Days is a good one. But also, by the way, in, like, the 40s and the 50s, the Westerns, like, that that's what people don't recognize. Like, 30 years prior to 1940 is 1910. And 1910 was still the Old West. Right. So, like, it's a generational thing. So, you know, get off your high horse, shut the fuck up, enjoy some Farfel, Watch some uh, Thundercats and uh, go eat some Pizza Hut. And with that, here is my last pick. Speaking of nostalgia. Jingle bells, Santa smells, Christmas really stunk. I got nothing that I like, my gifts were all just junk. Boxes full of clothes, CDs no one knows. When I wanted something for my Nintendo 64. Zelda's great to rock to, South Park would be fine. How about Rogue Squadron? That game should be mine. Make up for a lame Christmas. Get the hits you missed on N64. Mom and Dad, I'm so sad. Oh man, I... First of all, this commercial I love because the frosty blow mode in it, mold in it was the one we had and my favorite. And I oh, had a cool. miniature version of the frosty blow mold in my room and I electrocuted myself with it. <laughs> well, not, I, I shocked myself with it. Electrocuted means you heart stopped, apparently. Oh, learn not the hard way, huh? Mm. Um, but yeah, I got Ocarina of Time. This commercial was Towton Video Games. Um, I had Turok. One and I fucking love Tar the Dinosaur Hunter. Isn't it great? I never had it, but my 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 friends had, it and I played the shit out of it. Yeah, I, I had it. I got it as uh when you see when my I got older, I got better Easter gift. I got it as an Easter gift. Whoa! Yeah, but for Christmas, 
And well, I I I I topped out at the uh, Matchbox. Uh, what was that Star Wars? Uh... Go ahead. No, I'll listen. Up. When I was a kid, it was like a WWF Hasbro figure that was three ninety nine. Is was in my, and I was happy to have it. Squeezer. Sorry, I'm googling. What? Say again. When I was a kid, it was a Hasbro, a four dollar Hasbro figure. WWF Action Fleet. Sorry, Action Fleet A Wing. Go ahead. When I was a kid, it was a four dollar Hasbro Virgil figure. But as we got older and my my dad started making more money, you know, the gifts got better. I remember the one year I got Babs Big Break. <laughs> I love that it's a Virgil. Yeah, I got Virgil. I did. Someone wants to rub it in. Yeah. Not only no, I wanted Virgil. I was excited. Game. I liked Virgil. Dude, I was such a mark for baby faces. I love Virgil. Virgil was fucking over, man. <laughs> yeah, I got Virgil for Easter. Uh, but then one year I got Babs Big Break for Game Boy. And still to this day, my one of my favorite vid- video games ever. And I am uh, holding it in my hand. Oh, yeah. You have my copy of it. Yeah. I, I had it in my box of games. I, I Not just like this isn't shtick. I am physically holding the game cartridge in both my hands right now. You Babs are, Big Break. You are holding that copy of Babs Big Break. Does it have the sticker for the? Hang on. On the back. Does that do I do I still have the Game Genie sticker on the back of it? Check your phone. Checking my phone. Checking phones with rad ears. Got a P after my pick. Mm, nope. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It still has the the sticker. So that squeezer. That cartridge you're holding in your hand was an Easter gift for me. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta, I'll bring this in tomorrow. I'll put it back on your desk. 1992. It belongs to you. Because I, I you have your it. James I, Bond. I, uh, yeah, you have my James uh, Bond, too. Well, because that's because I carry. I actually, for, per, for certain purposes, I still carry a Game Boy Color in my work bag. Because depending on the circumstances, like let's just say I'm in the truck, I'm cut off, I can't play certain games on my phone, I can bust out my Game Boy Color and I'm an entertained little boy. Not that I'm not working on the clock, but you know. Hmm. Well, that that copy of your game was my Easter present in like 1992. I'll, uh, but, it'll be on your desk tomorrow. You should have it back. But, well, I never, I didn't give it to you to, for you to keep it. I gave it for you to play. Well, no, I know, and I played it, oh. but I want to make sure you get it back before oh. these little monsters in this house take oh, okay. it. I'm like, oh, what's this little rabbit people? Uh, well, in, in 1998 for Christmas Squeezer, I was given Zelda Ocarina of Time for Nintendo oh, 64. Well, you got my Donkey Kong Country. I do have your, and, and that's actually at the in the at the office, so I can just give that right back to you. Oh, I don't care. I'm not going to play it. But it was the gold cartridge squeezer, mm-hmm. which I still have. Um, the special edition box, which I probably have somewhere too, the, it had the plastic front to it, uh, and it was my one of my Christmas gifts. And I spent that entire Christmas break in my room on my little 13-inch television playing Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. I had to go to Kmart to get the the Prima Guide <laughs> to figure out how to to play it. 
I I obsess with that book. With the Prima Guide? Yeah. Yeah. It it actually traveled uh like in my backpack to school. Did you when did you get Ocarina of Time? I thought you didn't have an N sixty four. Uh, ninety six, nine, nine, wait, nine, ninety I bought mine secondhand. No, Ocarina of Time didn't come out till November. That, ni- what's that? Ocarina of Time didn't come out till November ninety eight. Wait, really? That late? Yeah, I got it Christmas ninety eight. I got. I remember I was, I was in um, uh, my junior year of high school. I got it. Ah, uh, see, I thought I got it. All right, so it's probably ninety nine two thousand then. Mm. Uh, I got it in high school. I bought it secondhand from that. Uh, uh, well, we talked about this. The game store that was next to played against sports. Yeah, we figured out the name of it. But <laughs> yeah, that's where I I bought my system in like four or five games, and I bought uh, Ocarina. But like that, that's I mean, you should hold on that because that's gonna be that. That's like Library of Congress kind of shit right there. What that gold gold cartridge? The the whole thing, like the game itself, like it will go down in history as you know yeah. for what it is. But for what you have, yeah, yeah, I got it for Christmas. It's a work of look. This that's our Mona Lisa. Well, it's actually that, Japan's. that, that game's our Mona Lisa. <laughs> like it, you know, it's very it, it, it's our uh, the the fucking Sistine Chapel. I agree. That game's beautiful. Yeah. Like I, I don't think it's that's unfortunately because it's a bunch of fucking like ones and zeros on a, a slab of. Okay, the it, gold card got, goes anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars. Nice. Well, that's I guess that's not a lot. The full package <laughs> goes for two seventy. Like with the box that I have and the guide. Yeah. Goes two seventy. No. Well. Was it the was it like a mint Super Mario Brothers three we saw when we were at Comic Con that one year? Yeah, that was pretty tight. Yeah, that was pretty sexy looking. But you know what? Uh, games meant to be played. So, so the the reason uh, that Tiny Toon Adventures games has that that Game Genie sticker on the back of it, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. So I got my Game Genie for my Game Boy at Lenko uh, in Dorneyville. And Ooh, I didn't even know that one existed until you told me like years ago. Right. So the Game Genie for Game Boy was about the size of a Game Boy that you attach to the top of it. Yeah, I recall it, it. And it had a little like trap door for the tiny book with the codes, but it also came with these stickers that you could attach to your games because the games went in front facing. So like mm-hmm. you'd be staring at the back of the game as you as you were holding the Game Boy forward, and it, it was so convoluted and and um. <laughs> well, yeah, it was similar. Uh, well, it's actually worse than when the uh, N sixty four had the. Uh, they didn't have a Game Boy. They had a Game Shark. The Game Shark? No, no, not the Game Shark, but the um. Fuck! What was the adapter called? They could play Game Boy games on it. No, you're talking about the Super NES had the had the oh that's su- oh, Super yeah, Game Super Boy NES, sorry. Super Game Boy yeah, yeah Super Super Game Boy yeah 
Yeah, but basically, the, the, it was basically the same like size and shape. Right, but you're but not just holding jammed it. into the top of a Game Boy. Right, you're not holding the fucking Super Nintendo as you're playing no. it. <laughs> it it's the, by the time you're done, it felt like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Here is Squeezer's last pick, and this, if you're watching on YouTube, this goes all the way back to the the game I was playing. Ah, so yeah, no, no spot in this commercial. Um, this is just an elf with force powers. Um, so apparently elves can like, you know, use the force to open up a fridge door and pull a seven up to him Mm -hmm. and drink it and immediately feel better. And I don't want to be dark, but I always go that way. And so it makes sense now. I look back and like, cause I was reading up on this and there's not a lot of like like articles written about this but there's like um uh reddit pages and and chats and stuff about oh i remember the the seven up uh elf commercial from 1987 and how how sweet it was and the elves and santa laughing and it was from when i was a very young kid right i had a completely different take on this commercial and that it was dark because what you what you heard was like oh yeah it's the elves working in the shop making toys no no the elves are working in a mine they are in a labor camp the elves are santa's captives like i'm sorry watch this commercial and tell me look at it from the from the aspect of a a elf labor camp and tell me I'm wrong. It looks like they are making their own chains. Okay. And they are... What, what's the commercial called? I, I don't know. 1987 uh, 7-Up Elf Christmas commercial. Something like that. Let me see. I just look... Uh, Christmas Night Santa's Elves? Hold on. I found it. I remember this fucking thing. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Ooh, the cherry seven up is right above it, and he didn't go for it. Meh, I think you're stretching it. It doesn't seem. No, I'm not. But this is me as a kid. Okay. All right. So he gets this. He uses his force powers, gets the seven up. All right, drinks it. They all celebrate. This is their freedom. <laughs> They're breaking out. Santa comes out, and Santa and this is this is some weird like parental shit. I think like Santa comes out and laughs like ho ho ho. You're fucked. That wasn't a ho 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 happy. That was a ho ho. I am going to uh, decimate you. 
Well, at least I'll draw lots and I will kill one out of every 10 of you. Well, at least I know that you've been a psychopath since you were a child. Uh, This isn't like some squeezer shtick. I think it's the craziest. From when I was a little kid, I thought this commercial was dark and I thought that Santa's. Well, yeah, the the elves look creepy as fuck. I think the (coughs) creep. I think the thing that's the most wrong about this commercial is there's clearly two rows of Cherry 7 Up above it and he does not go for it. Cherry seven or, up or, <laughs> over seven up every time. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Also, that he has force powers. Well, I mean, it's Christmas magic. No, it's force you, powers. You don't know how it works. All right. If you saw Violent Night, you get my reference. Oh. So are you going to see it in like ten minutes? The twelve thirty Um. No, I'm gonna try to go. Do you think I can make it? Friday night. Think I can make it to Center Valley by ten thirty. Well, commercials. Think I can make it to Center Valley by ten forty-five. Yeah. You know what? I don't need. A, no one's gonna be there. Like, or at least there'll be at least one seat. You know, if I if I can make it, I'll buy a ticket on my way. All right. Listen, it's great, but I'm not saying you have to go see it Friday night. <laughs> well, it's the honestly ten. Friday night at 10.45 is the latest time I can see Listen, it the sing- until it's out of theater. This thing will probably be streaming before Christmas this year anyway. <laughs> All right. Do I just say fuck it? And- I mean, it's great, and I do think you should see it, but I'm not saying, like, go. Because I was going to pick up a steak for myself and yeah, have squeezer don't kill, steak night, Don't too. kill yourself to go see this. It's two hours, so by the time – if you go – it's not – the movie's not starting until 11 – you're yeah. not getting out of there till one in the morning, and you're. Gonna- well, I'm I'm gonna go see Avatar two at ten f- at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'll walk out of the theater at two thirty in the morning. Yeah, right. On the Sunday, where yeah, actually Monday. On Monday. All right. Well, I mean, I, w- I I I I think you should see it, but I think it'll be streaming in no time, and you can see it. Ah, uh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I. I I had a dark take on this since I was a a, a wee one, and it, it explains a lot. Like I'm I'm actually trying to find the good in it now. I started and, the the end music because I thought you were done, but continue. Oh, no, no, <laughs> go ahead. I was, it was just it explains a lot. Like I look at this and like it, it's just uh, there's something about it kind of reminds me uh, of uh, like the Dolph Lundgren Masters of the Universe movie. You know, it reminds me of hmm. the fake movie at the beginning of Scrooged. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Anyway, here are the lyrics to our new Christmas theme song. Because you paid for it. This is Michael Mublé. <laughs> sure. Um, we'll be back next week. We're going to talk retro Christmas television, Squeezer. Oh, I like how you narrowed it down. Anything that was on a television <laughs> when we were kids <laughs> during Christmas. Well, now it's everything, but back then it wasn't necessarily everything, but... Uh, 97%. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this Christmas season's coming fast, and so are we, all over Santa's face, neck, and chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. You're going there. We'll be back next week with more Right Here's Christmas. I'm RK. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>